0: Namaste. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti Tim. First of all, I like to pay respect to the Triple Gems. I like to pay respect to the Buddha. I like to pay to pay respect to the Dharma, and I like to pay respect to the Sangha. Hello, everyone. Um today, i'm gonna talk about what we all call insecurity. We all have experienced insecurities in our lives. So what is insecurity? insecurity is a feeling that we may lose something is a feeling that is a fear, is a form of fear, fear of something that we don't know. So that's insecurity. We, We fear of our future, we don't feel secure about our future, about our job. We have the in insecurity in the relationship. We don't know where the relationship is going. Um, we have the, the feeling of insecurity of, uh, <clears throat> of our job. Right? And many kinds. So, insecurity is a form of fear that um, causes anxiety, causes stress, and many many other unwholesome thinking in our minds. So what is, what is it? What is the root of insecurity? And what is that insecurity? What kind of, uh, what kind of um, effect that insecurity cause in our lives? Let's say we are not secure. In, in a relationship. Okay, so when a person is in a relationship but he or she is, does not feel secure about the relationship, he or she would feel anxious, And worry that he or she may lose the relationship, right? May lose the person. So that creates stress and anxiety in the person. So, what does the person do in that situation? When he or she does not feel secure in a relationship and afraid that the other person could leave or might leave him or her. What the person do is they try so hard to, to please the other person. Right? So that's what insecurity does in a relationship. So what happens to the person when, when the person lives in that kind of insecurity? They never feel comfortable with themselves. They always try to find way to please the other person so that the other person don't leave them, don't break up with them. So that person lives in a world that is that he or she is always afraid who is insecure in him or herself right another word the person has no confidence in him or herself, about who he or she is. He or she is afraid of losing the other other person. So all he or she can think about is trying to do everything to please the person. Now, imagine that. Imagine what kind of life that person has. It's a very tiring life, right? When you're not feeling secure, when you're not feeling confident about yourself, when you always feeling anxious that he or me or he or she may leave you, then you always in a state of of anxiety, of restlessness, because you always worry. That kind of life is very burdensome. Okay? And the mind keeps thinking, making worry about, um, you know, trying to keep the relationship going. And if you can imagine what kind of life that is, to be living in an insecure position, it's very hard, right? It's very frustrated. And the person sometimes is confused. Right? The person is sometimes confused and even go to say that he or she will do everything for the other person. Right? That he or she will do everything for the other person. When in fact, what he or she is doing is for him or herself. Okay? But he or she does not see that. He said, I do everything for you. When in fact, he or she does everything just for him or herself, out of the sense of insecurity. That's a very burdensome life. It's very tiring when you try to please somebody all the time, then you cannot be who you are, right? It's not the same way as if you feel confident about yourself, if you feel confident about the relationship, there is no insecurity in there. There is no living in trying to please the other person by being afraid that the other person may leave you. Another word, you put yourself in a position that is kind of low. Because the, the self-esteem of the person or self-worth of the person when it's when he or she is always insecure, he his or her value is very is very fluctuating and it goes up and down like you don't know. It's like whatever he or she thinks at the moment, you know when she's happy and she feels elated or he feel elated. And when something go go wrong a little bit, and then the person becomes scared, right, and try to assess his or her own value. All of that thinking that is going through. What is going on behind the scene? What caused that kind of insecurity in the person? Right? So think about that. So what is the other insecurity? There's so many kinds. So let's say the insecurity, the the, the one, let's say if you never talk, have a public talk in front of uh, a number of people, right, and somebody asks you to go on stage and to talk to a room full of people and stuff. Okay, a, a sense of when a sense of insecurity sets in, you feel nervous, right? You feel anxious. You say, Oh, I can't, you, you just can't speak. You, you, because now you feel insecure, right? Now you're saying to yourself, say, Hey, what if? I say stupid things? What if I make a fool of myself in front of people? What if I don't know what I'm going to say? What if they're going to laugh at me? What if they ask me questions and I don't know? What if I don't look good? What if, you know, there's so many things going on that is a sense of insecurity. So what happened to the person? Either the person cannot, uh, will not go to to uh, talk in front of people, or if he or she managed to to get up there, and you know what the word stage fright is, you become frozen. You have sweaty palm. You have I don't know. You know, you you get sweaty, you know, you become nervous. That is a sense of insecurity. Right? So what is it? What is the cause of that insecurity? Okay. What is the cause of that insecurity? Now Another, like for example, an insecurity about, about the job, about the future. Okay, so you feel not secure about your job. So because of that, you have stress. Right, you have anxiety. Okay, or the the insecurity of your performance. Okay, that you may or may not get the light from the supervisor. And at the uh, at the uh, yearly evaluation, you don't meet the quota. Or things like that. And usually like, I feel nervous, right? So that's another sense of insecurity. Why is it? What is the cause of insecurity? I'm sure we all have gone through many kinds of insecurities many kinds of fear in our lives, right? Because insecurity causes anxiety, right? In Inse- insecurity cause stress. Okay? And insecurity cause create unwholesome mental activities. Okay, so insecurity also creates fear. Okay, fear and insecurity are synonymous, it's pretty much have the same meaning, right? You fear of the unknown, you fear of the darkness. Right, you fear. of strange sound. That's insecurity, because you don't know what's in the dark. If you know, you would not be afraid. You would not be scared. We're scared, we fear because we don't know. So. That sense of insecurity, that fear, is of the unknown. Again, so what is one of the most fearful things in human, in in anyone's life? Is It is the fear of death, right? Many people have anxiety when you talk about death. That is the ultimate fear. Because everyone says, I don't know what will happen after I die, right? Things like, So another word, that's the fear of the unknown. Where do I go after this? Okay, there are people who have anxiety just hearing that word, death, or even just by driving by a cemetery, people would look the other way. Okay, because they are afraid of that, the fear. So, what causes the fear? What is the root of the fear? Right? So, fear and insecurity are pretty much related. Okay. So, let's find out what is at the root of our fear what is at the root of our feeling of being insecure okay so like in the example about relationship why do we feel insecure about our relationship It is because we don't believe in ourselves, right? In other words, we do not know who we are or what exactly is it that we want. We just go into a relationship without understanding what a relationship is. And because of that, we experience the feeling of insecurity. What is important okay when we are in when you are in a relationship, okay. The your partner is important to you, right? And otherwise, you won't be in the relationship. Why is it? So, what is important? Okay. Your partner, your spouse. Your boyfriend or girlfriend is very important to you. Why is that? It is because he or she provides you something that you need, that you want. Correct? That's why he or she is important to you. The person next to her is not important, next to him is not important to you because you're not in a relationship with the other person. Right? So, your partner is important to you because she provides something or he provides something to you? If he or she does not provide what you need or what you want, would she or he be still important to you? Right? Think about that. If he or she, your partner or your boyfriend or girlfriend or your spouse, does not provide what you want or what you need, is she or he still important to you? You know the answer. Right? Yes, you know the answer. So, what is the definition of important? It's all about you, isn't it? It's not about the other person. It's all about you. It's about fulfilling your need. It's about fulfilling what you want. So, what is that? It goes to desire. You see? Something is important to us is because we desire that something. If we don't desire that something, that something is not important. It doesn't matter what that something or someone is. So, in a relationship, that's what it is that someone is important is because that someone meets a need and meet a acceptable requirement, I guess, or meet what we want. What happened? that someone cannot provide what you want. What would happen? Would you still be anxious about losing that person? Would you still feel insecure about the relationship with the person? It's not, right? So, this relationship is built on the desire. And it is the desire of both parties. When both parties agree to meet each other's desire, then they can exist together. But when one cannot fulfill the other's desire, the relationship breaks up. Okay? So, insecurity coming from a person is something that the person thinks that his or her boyfriend is very important to him or her. Okay. To to his mental stability or to his need, whatever his or her need is that other person provides. So in order to keep satisfying the desire within he or she keeps trying to please the other person so the root of insecurity comes from desire you see the root of insecurity comes from desire Okay, so what is behind desire? There is a big, there is a big eye behind that desire. Okay, there's a, there's a big craving behind it. That desire, that craving is causing insecurity in the person. Okay? So the person behind this desire, this craving is this big ego. It's called ego. It's called the the self center the self-centered uh, thinking mind. Yeah, that's what the self-ego eye is. It's the self-centered thinking mind that crave, that desire for that something or someone. So, there's a big I, in all of this, in all of this sense of insecurity. Okay? For example, the other example, when you are invited to talk on a stage, why you uh, become sweaty? Why you are uh, blushing? Because now you become. Conscious, self conscious, right? About all the what ifs. What if this? What if that? What if I don't do the right thing? They gonna they gonna look down at me, right? See there's me. What if this I'm gonna look like a fool? Right? What if some like this what if what am I going to do and what I this uh, a lot of I in there you see so this sense of insecurity has that big self-centered thinking mind behind behind it about its, it's thinking about its own image it's thinking about its own value about its the, the, the value of itself as being something that something is that ego self right that its center in the right smack in the middle okay it's that ego so, it's all about me. Okay. Imagine, if you don't think about yourself, right, and if you don't mind, if you th- if if you don't mind, you say, hey, if I say something not correct, go ahead and correct me. Okay, but. Let's say if they ask you to talk, hey, I'm gonna talk whatever that I know of. Please correct me if, um, you know, if I'm wrong, no problem, no big deal. And you just go up there and talk. See, when you stop thinking about yourself, when you stop thinking about the image that, oh, what do people think about me and all that stuff and just be on the stage and talk have a genuine talk out of a straight honest feeling of your of your own self right of uh, your own out of your own understanding and knowledge and just you know be normal, then there is no ego involved. See, the ego always cause issue. But if you can put that out, uh, set the ego or the, the image aside, you wouldn't be nervous. You would be just yourself. Right? You would just get on stage and Whether you talk in front of five people or 500 people, it's all the same. Because you just talk from what you know, and that's all. There is no show to put, you know, to display. All right? Because when you try to display something, When you try to show something, that comes from an ego. So when the ego comes up, along with it, there's anxiety, there's pressure, there's stress. Because you think about the image of yourself, which is the ego self. It's not about you, but it's about the image of the ego. Okay? The ego would always say, Oh, what if I don't look good? You see? The ego does not say it has nothing to do with about what you can say or what you can do. The ego think about the 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 outside appearance about the projection, okay, about the self-worth. So the ego becomes uh, worried even, you know, before going to talk or going to some kind of event or go to even job interview. When you're nervous, that means ego is playing. You're not being yourself. The ego is in charge. See, that's why a lot of people say, be yourself. But what is it? What is being yourself? In order to be yourself, you have to understand what is it that not being myself? When I'm not being myself, it means that the ego is in charge. The self ego, the mind. So again, it comes back to the self I. Okay? So the self-ego-I has everything to do with the sense of insecurity, with the sense of fear, the fear of losing face because the self-centered ego-I thinks of itself as an existing value. And it is afraid that its value uh, may or can get diminished by its own performance. So the ego has this the ego has this tendency of hanging on to some kind of, of uh, idea, okay? The ego has this natural clinging um, uh, nature about itself, okay? That's what ego does. The ego has this, that sense of clinging, to the self I right that's why the Buddha always the Buddha's teaching is all about I who am I see it comes back to uh, in a full circle who am I that's why the body the, the, the Buddha teach about the body and mind that the way we identify ourselves about the who am I, right? Understanding the I is the most profound, the most important, uh, the most important things in life that anyone can, can accomplish by understanding that Who am I? By understanding what is that self-ego-I, what is it that it can do. See, the the self, because of the identification with itself, the ego clings to itself very hard. That's why the ego is afraid of death. Right? The ego is afraid of death because death means the end of the ego. And because the ego thinks that it exists. Okay? And what does the Buddha teach? The Buddha teach about this very, very idea about what is this I, that the ego is thinking, that your ego self is thinking about itself. What is that? All right? The Buddha teaches about the nature of clinging, uh, of, of attachment. Okay? One other example I like to bring up uh, is that how does an ego cling or attach to something? Just one of the uh, examples. Okay? And this can be so many, many examples. Because the ego think of itself as an existing existing identity, okay, as an I, which almost seems like the I, the self ego I is the center of the universe. Everything evolves around me. I am in the middle of everything. It's me against the universe. Me, me, me. So this me, this I am, is clinging to its existence. And also to protect and to defend its existence to protect and to defend its status its image its face value right so for example things happen okay you got into heated argument with somebody with someone or some or whoever but especially with somebody who is close to you or you had relationship with or your family members and they say thing that is hurtful okay remember the word hurtful when you are you feel that you are hurt because of the words that people say. Be aware right away. That feeling of hurtful is the feeling of your ego. Okay? Let me repeat that again. It sounds strange to you. Okay, when you're feeling hurt, that is the feeling that is being felt by your ego. That is the ego right there. Because, why do I say that? It's because at that moment, you say, I am hurt. There's an I right there. Okay, there's an I right there. I am hurt. I am offended. And of course, I am mad. You see this I there? That is the 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 self clinging ego I. Okay. Is it isn't it hard to understand? All right. So let me repeat again. As soon as you feel hurt by somebody's words, somebody's looks, you said, I am offended, I am hurt. That is the feeling of your self ego, I. Okay. You, you 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 have to put that to the side for a moment. I know a lot of people say that this is this sounds very strange. If somebody curses at you and stuff when you get mad and you call that ego? Yes. Because as soon as you have that feeling that you hurt that go whoop inside you, right? Right away, you feel that, that energy, that, that, that heated energy that, ra- that rise inside you, that, the, the angry energy that come out, the reaction that come out. You feel not happy. You feel uh, attacked, right? Right away, that is called ego You see you see where the ego lives right inside you that is what the buddha taught is to follow that very immediate feeling that you feel right there okay not to uh, not the buddha don't do not teach, teach you about outside thing about that very feeling that you feel inside you right there you you have that that direct experience within you when somebody says something not nice to you give you a dirty look right or what not right away you feel that you feel you you feel that inside you that's called the feeling of the self-ego-I. Okay? Just remember that. That is the ego right there that is arising within you. It's the reaction that is arising within you. And that self-ego-I within you will hang on and cling on to that feeling and will keep repeating on that same feeling over and over and over again and again. That feeling of being offended or whatever it is, the self-ego I is clinging to it, hang on to it for days, for weeks, For months, for years, or even for a lifetime. When you remember of something that had done something bad or say something bad to you 10, 20, 30 years ago, that that feeling is still there inside. That is called clinging. That is called attachment. That is called the ego eye. That's what it is. And I'm sure if you ask yourself, if you look inside, you all have that feeling multiple times. You all have that. That's what the ego, your ego eye is. You don't have to look far. It's right there inside of each and every one of us on this entire planet. Okay? So, with this ego eye, it clings to that feeling that we experience and it proliferate the mind keeps thinking about it over and over and over and over again and that what makes you become sometimes stressed, so stressful uh, cannot sleep at night become so grumpy Become so, uh, so so mad, so not happy, because that ego, I, that I, that is clinging to itself, is claiming to be the victim. Okay, and also, is trying to say that it is right, and the other person is wrong. So it keeps. Doing that and holding on to that feeling cannot let let go, and that's what eat people up alive. When it pro- proliferates so much, when 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 it build itself so big, there people who become so stressful become it it, it become it be, it's like a snowball effect that make him or herself feel so dem- diminished or feel so hurt. And it even leads people to to do unimagin- unimaginable, unimaginable uh, things. It's because of that clinging to the self ego eye. You see? That's why it's so important to understand what is this I that is is clinging to so dearly. Buddha's teaching is all about that. Once you understand what is this I, this ego I that is clinging to itself so hard, once you, you understand about this mental phenomena that is happening inside each and every one of us. The ego-eye just disappears by itself. But you have to study what is this old ego-eye all about, which is mental activities. The natural mental activities that we've been talking about for so many times, so so many hours, right? This clinging on to this self, I keep us in bondage. Okay, this self clinging, I generate desire that lead to the field of insecurity right lead to anxiousness, anxiety, stress, shameful, all kinds of unwholesome mind. It all is all about the eye again. You see, everything evolved around that eye. That's why it's important to learn about the I, who you are, the body, and the mind, right? Living without the self-ego I is pretty cool. Why? Because you don't feel heavy anymore. You don't feel hurt anymore. So people curse at you, so people say bad things at you, okay, so people give you dirty look, okay, so that's what people do, right? If you put aside the ego eye and you just look at things the way they are, you will see that people do what people do. And you just assess the situation. You don't need to always react. You assess the situation to see whether you need to respond or not. Because once you understand what that ego eye is, you will see that ego eye in every single person around you. And everyone operates around the self ego eye, including you or you used to. Then you say, hmm with the ego eye, I live so heavily. I feel so much pressure and burden on the show on my shoulder. I feel like I really have to live up to something, to perform, to do something, to protect, to defend the status. Right? Without the ego, eye, words is just words. Words come, words go. People say things, okay, so people say things. If you become offended, then you become the victim of yourself. You see? Reactive mind. See, that's one other thing that I have covered in the two minds. The reactive mind. Okay? The self-ego mind. So, there you go. Clinging to this self, I is something that we always need to observe. Observe how your feeling it arises within you at any moment in your life, throughout the day. When you feel hurt, notice right away that that is the ego I. Okay that is the ego eye that is rising and disturbing the inner peace. Once you learn to catch that, then you can tame it. You say, hey I don't need that. Let me see what it's want what it wants to do. And then you just assess, okay, what did the person just say? Oh they just say they just call me stupid or ugly? Oh whatever. That's their opinion. I cannot stop them. But I am who I am. You see, there's no need to respond. I am who I am. They can have their opinion. It doesn't matter. It does not make me change to whatever they say. I am still I am. I don't change from black to white, white to yellow, yellow to green, based on what people call me. I am who I am. That's all. You see, without ego, you live so free. You live with a feel of security. No need to please anyone. No need to live up to anyone's wish. You just be. You see? And that's all there is. So, that's what i like to share today hopefully you got something out of this one and just as always feel free to give me a feedback if you like or drop a line all right so until next time namaste